<laughs> All right, so tell us, tell us about your, your shitty day. So I ordered pizza, which was awesome because I finally had enough points to order it for free. Wait, points? So you're not ordering it from a New York pizza place? Of course not. It's Papa John's. <laughs> um, so I had it on my bed because I was, like, getting my dust space organized. And obviously it was open because I'm a dumbass. And my dog just runs and jumps on the bed, lands feet first on the pizza, and then runs off of it. And now I have, like, dog pizza prints on my sheet. And my pizza has dog footprints in it. Okay. And but, that's how but, I did it. Are you still going to eat it? Obviously. <laughs> I know where my dog's been. <laughs> guys are ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so this is episode 28, right? I think so. 28? Yes. Run sheet still says 27. This is how this happens. Oh, God damn it. Thanks. So welcome, everyone, to episode 28, May We Geek Again. And I am Shaheen, one of your co-hosts. Uh, as usual, joined by my co-host, Joe. Hello. From the good old South. <laughs> I wouldn't exactly say I'm from the good old South, but, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm coming at your earballs from Austin, Texas. Yeah, you know, the stoner guy from the East Coast. The, yeah. The Jewish developer from the South. Okay. And today we're joined by our uh, friends. Oh, sorry, friend. Singular. Uh <laughs> Bubbles Love, uh, aka Bubs Hi. from Reddit. Hey, Bubs. Hey. Hey. Thanks for thanks for stepping on in and giving up your Sunday. Um, you know, because we gotta be three. This is the thing. This is our thing. We, <laughs> this is Shaheen's point of contention that it's three people. This is we gotta be three people for some reason. Like one week, I'm like, hey, I got like, I got some issues, some digest issues this week or something, and and. I can't do it. And everyone is like, no, this is like the end of the world. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you got like two people. So anyway, I'm not going like to get into the like the behind the well. scenes drama of our podcast, but. All of the behind the scenes drama. Like yeah. there's fights, there's crying, there's passive yeah. aggressive notes. Restraining orders. I mean, yeah, but that's <laughs> just... use documentation. Like, it's like we're helping. allowed to record this podcast two hours a week. And that's as much as we're allowed to be in touch legally. Like yes. beyond that, there are stipulations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, there's there's a contract writer. I mean, um, I be in my Joe, Joe had a whole night vision goggle thing. Well, yeah, but that's just looking cool. into my window for a while, and I'm like, dude. Well, if you'd answer like, the fucking phone, I wouldn't have to like stalk you quite as hard. But that's also know, just fun. So. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about season four, episode 11. We're almost, you know, towards the end of the season. Yeah. yeah. We're on the other side. We got side. like two more episodes to ah. go. Ha. Episode ha. aptly called The Other Side by Julie Benson and Shauna Benson. Yep. Yeah. The so Benson how are the two related? They are uh, sisters. Sisters. Okay. And I guess it's noteworthy. Remarkable, notable, 
that this episode was directed by Henry and Cusick. Yeah. Total Has he directed up. anything yeah. before, or was this his first time doing it? I think that this was that maybe was his first time. Huh. I know. I think, I think he, I think he, I think he did a great job. Right? I think he directs sometimes. Does he? I guess. I guess we'll check out his IMDb at some point. Where Where can Where can people find us if they are new to the podcast? Shahi? Well, so yeah, I mean, we're online. Maybe geek again. Dot anything, whatever the hell you want. So it's like you know, if you're on Podbean, just do maybegeekagain.podbean.com. If you're on iTunes, just do like whatever you do on iTunes, maybe geek again. <laughs> um, then there's you know, you can email us at gmail, you know, maybegeekagain at gmail.com. We got all the things because it was no one wants the fucking the I me mean, who gets maybe geek again. I mean, who will take that domain. So, so we just took it. We took all of it. And now we have a Tumblr, which, you know, just don't. Which we don't use. Um, don't so Henry and Cusick, he has directed a short called Dress in 2013. But I suppose that. And that's it. This episode is sort of more his like debut. So good job. Good job, Hank. No yeah. I don't think he goes by Hank. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about the show. All right. Well, what do you guys think? What are your overall impressions? Uh, starting with our guest, Bubs. Oh, God. Uh, so my policy is always honesty. So I have to honestly say that a lot of the magic was missed the first time around because of my Blark tears. So <laughs> okay, I, so what magic are you talking about? Um, I mean, uh, let's see. On second viewing, there are a lot of moving parts that um, – went back to threads throughout the season, which was really nice. Um, so I think that in terms of the story, those things were executed well, although I did have to do a lot of thinking in terms of like realizing what Clark's arc was this in last episode. Um, but it did it is it does feel like it's finally coming together nicely, minus my Blark tears. Well. <laughs> we'll 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 get to those because I feel like we had a we had a conversation around yeah. that around the time of that episode where I told you to suck it up and you know my Klexa goggles uh you know <laughs> were instrumental in in drying your Balark tears. Yeah, well, so Joe asked me to to come on this podcast and I was like, yes, I would love to, but just so you know, I spent all morning while walking my dog crying about Balark, so be prepared <laughs> for that. <laughs> Well, if we can get some tears out of you today, you know, great oh, success. We'll <laughs> yeah, I mean, I um, I think that uh, I feel like, Bubs, you said something about everything coming together, right? Mm -hmm. What was that? Oh, the the threads, and I won't say all the threads are coming together. I would say some of them, because I do still feel there's like a sense of a lot of things getting dropped. Um, yeah. but like, I think so that's Clark's exactly what I wrote down. The threats coming together, uh, exactly what I was going to say. So that's very interesting. Cause oh. yeah, I feel like that's what is the, the season, the second, the back half of the season, um, is kind of like everything that seemed kind of scattered are all, all these mm -hmm. storylines of, you know, like Octavia going his, mm -hmm. her way and Bellamy and Clark and all that. They're now kind of coming together, which I, I suppose also happened in in season three, yeah. um, but maybe slightly differently. 
But anyway, so yeah, I, I, I like that aspect of it. But do you feel, um, because this is the other thing I feel about it, is that it took a little bit too much of like spinning the wheel to get there. Like they wanted it to be this culmination instead of this, mm-hmm. I don't know, more paced out journey. <coughs> I don't know if you um, got that sense. It definitely feels like it's like speeding up towards the end, but it they always speed up towards the end. But like, yeah. you know, we spent a lot of, and I do feel like it is kind of coming together. Um, but you know, it also does feel a bit like we got a lot of like false starts, mm-hmm. um, and then it's finally like as soon as goddamn it, Jaha found the 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 bunker. Now we're like, okay, let's do all of this, and then it's kind of like, okay, well, but we we spent a lot of time in the earlier episodes, like kind of dicking around yeah. no and we as audience members knew because we watched this show because this isn't the first season of this show we're like well all of these things are gonna fail so like yeah. when are we gonna get to the one that works yeah yeah now that being said um even though i'm enjoying that aspect of it i feel like that feeling that the writers are running out of choices is getting stronger for me um this is something Ooh. that the feeling that like you know, the kinds of moral dilemmas that you want to create, the mm-hmm. kinds of character turns that you want to create, um, stuff like that, even in terms of uh, your world building, how much, mm-hmm. how many new elements can you add and how can they fit within your, uh, the ontology of your world. Um, all of that starts to kind of run out after mm-hmm. a while or you start to find mo- yourself more and more limited after like three or four seasons. Uh, and that's, you know, I think that happens to most any story. Well, but yeah, uh, but especially a story that this season is about saving all... Well, I guess season one was to an extent. But it's like about the highest of moral and survival quandaries. Like how do you move on to something else and still make it feel important? Yeah. When it's it's never going to be as important as this question this season. Um I, I can kind of see that being backed into a corner about that. Like, how do we make smaller problems still feel exciting um, yeah. and compelling? And so uh, I'm also a little disappointed that we're not getting more uh, sci-fi world building. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, like we, we've been waiting for the second dawn to have a comeback and, you know, become more I think more it important. will, though. Like it you might, think you're gonna tie but it that seems thread. like we're if if it does, it seems like that's gonna happen like yeah in the finale or like if it's gonna be a two part finale, then you know how many episodes we have left? Two, like, two. two. So yeah. yeah, it's gonna be like in the finale, right? So no, I think that goes back to what I'm saying about how um, it just feels like we're saving everything until the end, so that the end is this like explosive thing, and. Yeah. I just don't think it's the right call. Like, I think I would prefer it if it was a little bit more evenly distributed. But yeah. then you had the most, like, emotional payouts at the end and the most, like, peril at the end. Um, but you steadily got there. Because, it de- like, I agree with you. Like, I I think it's probably the most interesting element of the season is how you can see it all fitting together. And are we allowed to talk about that tweet that the writers tweeted and then deleted? They like Devin um, Bostick to tweet. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think we can talk about that. Though, though, I would like to say that, like, 
remember how, like, to your point about, like, everything kind of coming together and we can see it, we didn't really get an episode. We have the episode that we got last season, 307, where we got all the flashbacks with Becca and how everything tied together. That was so much earlier in the season. But then, at the same time, the rest of that, we didn't get nearly as much City of Light or backstory that we would have wanted. So they were like, here's this one episode. You're going to want more that you're not going to get. Um, and then this season, they're like kind of pushing all that to the end, but maybe we'll get all the answers we want. But then against yeah. the fucking hundred, so we won't. I, I do have to like I I like season three more and more, and I think one of the things it did do well was it had several peaks, and like mm-hmm. three oh seven being one of them, and yes, lots of sadness and um other stuff in that episode um but it had this peak it was such a good episode it was such a good episode season three was definitely better than four yeah Uh, i'm gonna just i'm 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 reserving judgment i'm reserving judgment no i'm gonna i'm just um, i'm halfway between both of you because i i do feeling that down here (laughs) you're you're putting your foot down yeah fuck (laughs) y'all y'all all y'all anyway all right, now, um, yeah, no, I think, in my opinion, uh-huh. IMHO, it was season three was uh, was much better than season. But three. but we can't we can't judge it until we've seen the finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, what if this finale is like again to the level of the season one finale where Clark wakes up, where we get that jump? Like, I wonder if we're gonna get that five year jump and we're gonna see a glimpse into. Uh-huh where we end up or if they're going to end it as we don't know who lives and dies guess uh, you'll find out yeah um yeah i mean like the, the problems that people have with season three is that there was um um uh, there were flaws specific flaws in specific storylines mm-hmm. that um were actually flawed because they were too jarring or too controversial or something um but that's just a sign that stuff was happening, uh, stuff that got people involved, right? Um, whereas this season has a more slower tone, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, like y- you realize that the, the, the thing that this show does best, which is like put you in these really difficult situations and uh, stuff like that, uh, they're having to get really creative about it. And I think they did a decent job this episode of creating this weird situation, um, which is, you know, has to be different from Mount Weather. It has to be different mm-hmm. from the dropship. It has to be different from um, the calling. It has, it has to be different from every single time we've seen. It has to be different from Ton DC. And mm-hmm. it's not easy to come up with those types of things every time. And you have these characters and they have a history of taking... Uh, certain sides in, in these types of debates mm-hmm. and you can have them switch sides or take surprising positions to some extent but uh, you can't really you know um, disintegrate their character that much mm-hmm. after a certain point and you know in terms of like people dying you, you're more limited because as time goes on your characters become more important so um, yeah there's all these limitations on the story but uh, yeah, so uh, there there are certain limits. So this se- this season had a fear of um, those types of things, but we had a lot of um, apparently diverging storylines that kind of came together at the end. And um, let's talk. We'll about see. Them. Yeah, 
We'll mm-hmm. see what happens in the next two episodes. I'm, I'm sure something will go south. I mean, it's make or break. Um, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right. Something has to go south, right? Yeah. Yes. Because it's the 100. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. So. All right. So about- I thought, that, so we have three storylines, right? We have the, um, <laughs> uh, we mm-hmm. have Arcadia, which is, um, we're going to call it Jones- Jonestown Massacre now. Well, you know, people drank a bunch of Kool-Aid, right? Yeah. Right. And then there's the yeah. And then yeah. there's the uh, the uh, Alley Island, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the Science Island, uh, and then we have the bunker or slash Polis. And so I thought that we can get to Polis last because apparently we have the most to say about that. <laughs> And oh Jesus! Know. I'm looking at these notes and like, there's like pages on Polis. Yeah. All right, let's, let's race through. Uh, let's yeah. race through the right. suicide. So oh, let's man. do yeah. Let's do the Jonestown's massacre and the uh, Science Island, and then we take a break, and then we'll do Polis. All, All right. right. So the uh, Arcadia at Jasper. Um, before you guys say anything and, and you know ruin my my <laughs> whole thing. That okay. I've gotten into right now about this. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you guys say. Jasper's death scene is awesome. Wait, why would opinion. we say it wasn't it was heartbreaking? I don't, you guys, there's a whole. I don't know. I, Wait, I don't you didn't Jasper think it was like sad? And it makes me cry. I just want to say it makes makes me tear up. So I teared up too. There we I go. I kind of I think going along with like having read Jen's review, uh, you know. I guess uh-huh. I'll I guess I'll bring up that that person who was dead to us. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like totally, totally, everyone is on good terms. Um, but but reading that, like for me, I wasn't sad about Jasper. I was sad for Monty. Yes, and I, I think that that was actually really See, that. That's what I'm talking about. Like you guys have no empathy. No, I have plenty of empathy for Jasper, but he's dead now, so I don't need yeah. to feel sad for him. Dude. He kind of he got what he wanted. Like it's not like he had some death where he was fighting to yeah, live. But like, it's so sad. But I feel I'm well, sad yeah, for his sad. potential. But yes, the second he was dead, like he's not feeling anything anymore, and now yeah, Monty's the one who has to Monty. carry his memory. Do you say that about everyone else who died? Uh, the yeah. second they died, they don't matter I, I, anymore. I mean, I, I don't have to Finn? worry about them anymore. Okay. It's not that I don't care. It's that I don't I feel have like to that's personally. That's not how you and react think, to other people and, dying. And Jasper got the death that he wanted, and the death—not necessarily the death that he deserved. Like that's not really a thing in this in this way. But you know, like last season, we talked about Lincoln's death and Lex's death, and whether or not those were like good deaths for those characters. And I think that this was a good death for Jasper. It was on his terms. Um, he was, you know, surrounded by, I will call it the love of his life. Like, you know, they are, they are the Frodo and Sam of, of the hundred. And so, um, (laughs) and so, you know, like for, for, despite the fact that, you know, Monty like, wasn't like, wasn't going to give Jasper the, I love you. Like he ended up giving it to him, like whatever, like at the end, um, after Jasper was dead, like never mind all that. Like it was. Jasper died like in the arms of his like his person, and I think and that, he that was. And knew Monty loved him. There's no oh, way yeah. he didn't know. He told Monty to tell him to say that you know he loved Jasper for Monty. Like it's not yeah. like Jasper needed to hear it. Like yeah. he knew. Um. So I think I think it was a great death and the end. Cool yeah, I mean, I still. 
I'm still probably of the opinion that these are kids and I would have forced them to go to the bunker. Um, (laughs) But I I know that, like, I'm the only person who feels that way. And at the end of the day, there's only so many seats in the the bunker. Yeah, they wouldn't have been picked anyway. So you you kind of have to, like, weigh that, like, someone wanting it now versus someone who we don't probably don't have the medication to treat or the therapists to treat. Yeah, there's not there's um, so not a supply of Lexapro. From a practical standpoint, yeah, okay, fine. It's still looks like bills. a tragedy. Yeah. yeah. I mean I think I wonder so first of all, we know that Riley kind of took over um uh Brian's storyline. Mm-hmm. So my question would be like do we assume now like that you oh. know Brian is dead because Riley is dead? No. Do you know what I mean? No, no, no. He's he's just wicked, wicked away. Ah, I see, I see. Um, I I thought it was kind of funny that they killed Riley first, and like I know that they shot this whole season before they already, uh, before it aired. So it's not like that they could have been like, ah, the fans have turned on Riley. We'll make him die first. Um, but I just think it is kind of funny that like we all turned on Riley, and the writers were like, we knew it. He's dead. Yep, yep. I just like to pretend the writers were like, oh no, let's kill him. Everyone hates him, and so I feel like. <laughs> You know, they listened. <laughs> do we do we think that because, like, they're not going to kill Monty now? Do we I, think that? Like, like he's been through all that and for all of that to then, like, get to the bunker and the door's locked. And they're like, sorry, bruh. I know. I don't think he'll die this season. I thought you meant, like, in general on the show. Like, definitely not dying this season. And if so he he'll died, make it to the I bunker. would be entirely blindsided. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, he's going to survive somehow. Okay. However that is, I have no idea. Um, but I just can't imagine he killed his mom twice. <laughs> he watched his best friend die. And now he's going to die. Like He that- almost watched his girlfriend die. <laughs> like, he's the best person on the show. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, he kind of, like, in terms of, like, best person of just, like, in terms of being a good person, but also practical and, like, reasonable, I yeah, think he like, flirts that line really well. Like, or he I writes that line really well. he's the one that you would really want on your team. Like, I know, like, shipper and sexy goggles, you'd want either Bellamy or Clark. Yeah, but just or... in my bed. Like, well, also maybe on my team. He's such a... <laughs> anyway. Wait, wait, so, wait, wait. I want to talk about Montana Harper. Okay. Um, but But before we get into that, um, so... Um, we assume that except for um, Harper, they're all dead. That everyone else um, committed suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So they. So you guys don't think there's something tragic about that? I mean, uh, of course oh, there is. Yes. A hundred percent. Like I said, like I am not of the opinion that they should have been left if. It was feasible to no, do no, otherwise. I don't, I don't, I'm not talking about that. I'm happy that they let them do what they wanted. Ah. But the fact that what they wanted was to say, look, you guys, I know the game that you guys want are, are so eager to go and play, mm-hmm. to go and continue playing. Um, I hope you have fun, but I think I'm done. I don't want to play it anymore, so... Um, yeah. I'm gonna check out here. Um, I think there's something, like I said, we talked about this last time. I think there's something courageous about this. Mm. Um, and there's also something 
cowardly about it. So that depends on how you think, how yeah. you're looking at it, it's, I think. It's just there's think some to me there's tragic. something tragic and also tragic. courageous about it. Because yeah, for sure, because you, you're you saying look at it you you had certain criteria for what game is worth playing and you decided I see what you're saying. This game isn't doesn't meet those criteria. I'm not judging anyone who wants to play it, but um you know, I hope you guys have fun, but I'm not going to play it cuz I don't think this is worth playing. So, I guess I just don't think that they I mean, I don't know. I haven't like assessed each of them individually, but it's just everything that you view is objective at all times and depending on how you're feeling in that moment. So to say that you don't want to play the game sometimes has nothing to do with the game itself or what it's going to be like next time you play the game. And all has uh -huh. to do with something very ephemeral. <laughs> and so from that perspective, it's a tragedy. It's like the, the what could have been. Um but, but here's the thing, like, if I, like, we as the audience know that, like, those kids weren't getting in the bunker anyway, most likely. And so if, if we as the audience kind of watch that, it's, well, if I were given the choice, I'm not, uh, me personally, I wouldn't be let into the bunker. I don't have any useful skills, like, whatever. And I know that they're going to do a lottery, whatever. Like, mm. but let's just say I'm not going to be Ugh, in the bunker. Are they really going to do a lottery? I, who the fuck knows? Um, but, like, because I'm sure that Jaha is going to be shady about something. Um, you don't think they'll need developer that developers? I, I'm there? pretty sure probably not. But but here's the thing: like if if somebody told me, so listen, you can live an extra four days, but mm. you will boil and bubble from the inside as like radiation kills you, or you can drink this like you know mushroom tea or whatever. Um, you know, was it go Gobi nut tea or whatever? Joby nut. Joby. <laughs> um, Get it right. Yeah. God, I'm the worst. Uh. Um. But, like, you know, I would probably choose the tea. So I'm kind of just like, you know, good oh, yeah. for those guys. They actually probably sure have death, the best death. A hundred percent. I would rather go out not feeling anything or maybe feeling lots of great things and then not feeling anything at all. Exactly. Um, like, they they actually kind of had the right idea as we're watching this. But, we're like, oh, well. But, like, as the audience, yes. It's, it, it ended up being better for them. Yeah. If they weren't going to get in. Um this is totally one of those moments where we're like, don't do that. And then you watch the zone and you're like, oh, they actually yeah, made the right choice. <laughs> so, Bubs, you don't think there's anything courageous about Jasper's and his team's choice? No. Okay. What about you, Joe? Um, I think that there's, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if courageous is the word that I would use because I think that despite all of their sort of bravado um, about like being cool with dying, uh, that there was still probably some fear like in it. Um, but to overcome that fear and then die on your own terms, I don't, I don't know really. <sighs> I fear of what it's complicated. It's yeah. I don't know if courage is the word that I would use, but I wouldn't also call it cowardice. I would just say it's, Resolve. Deter yeah, determination. Like, and there's something to respect about that. Like, there is they died on their own terms. I don't think I can be the one to judge and say whether or not that was courageous. But you, Shaheen. Uh huh. So, was there anything that you would say is courageous or, or uh, cowardly? There is, right? I like, don't. In I life? know. I don't think it's cowardly. No, is, is there any act that you would call either of those things? Courageous? Like, 
uh, I would say like risking your life for someone else is is, yeah. is possibly an act of courage. Doing something uh-huh. really hard and strenuous because it's helpful to somebody. Yeah. Okay. Like, so does it, does it have to be helpful to somebody? I mean, there might be a uh, bit of courage in what they did, but I personally don't know if I would. If I, mean, I, I wouldn't want to judge their motivations on that. If they want to say that it was that they felt courageous in ending their own lives, then who am I to take yeah, that I guess away from so. them? Like, if they fear death and they f- face it and decide to just, I guess I can see how you would say that's courageous. So is. Is but there, I don't is there see a the merit in it. Courageous and brave. Um. So, like, I if someone, if you, let's say, someone packs up their bag and goes to climb Mount Everest, mm-hmm. right? Um, is that courageous? Is that? Well, I think because the person who's climbing probably doesn't want to die, and it doesn't help putting, anyone, right? But it's yeah, still courageous. I guess it's right? still it's courageous. It's brave. Um, I guess no. I, if Why you is that? Down, because it, there's it an instinct to... that they're going against, right? There's an instinct that says, "Don't do it." But they're saying, no, I'm seeing some something more valuable in this. Well, if you pare it down do to it facing way. fears, and that's what your definition is, then sure. What, uh-huh. what, what are you getting at, Shaheen? Like, there, there's, on, on the one hand, there's this instinct of um, self-preservation, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it, it, it's telling you not to do it. And so you can think that you can argue that, well, going against that instinct and saying, look, I evaluated my situation and I think uh, I would rather not continue. And I'm even though it's scary, even though it's telling me every second not to do it, I still think I should do it. Um, that's one kind of courage. Is running um, with scissors courage? <laughs> but you can also... It's well, doing lots of drugs, courage. Well, it depends. I don't know. It depends on the drugs. I guess so, right? Yeah. Like... Uh, well, I mean, depending on whether you think the, the outcome... Driving Not courageous. <laughs> well, I mean, no. I mean, uh, there's also the issue of, like, the consequences of what you do. And I think you're judging it based on the consequences of it. So was it courageous uh, what they did, Shaheen? Like, it, all of this dancing around, do you think that what they did was courageous or not? I'm not dancing around anything. I'm just asking you guys if you feel that way. I, I think there's a way to look at it. For, yeah, there's a perspective from which, yeah, it's a very brave thing to do. It's a courageous thing to do. It's more courageous than people who um, submit themselves out of because they, they're not, they don't have it in them. To, to do what Jasper did, that they, they continue their lives and they continue making the same mistakes as before. I just, um, I think the difference is that the fear of death for Jasper and those other kids probably was no longer uh-huh. more than the fear of continuing to feel pain. Would you, and that's what, what directed uh-huh. the decision. What would you have done, Shaheen? Like if you had the option to go to the bunker where you may or may not live um, or taking the tea i think i would i would have chosen the bunker and i think that's because i'm not yeah i uh i don't have it in me to do what jasper did (laughs) okay you don't have it in you right now 
But you don't know. You know, you, you get screwed through you the trust. You don't know what happens in life. Kiss a girl once and she dies. And, you know, kiss another <laughs> girl and she dies. So. <sighs> yeah, um, and that painting uh, when, when he died against against the back background or that whatever, that background of the sun mm-hmm. and the the red, the ashes, the red um, death fire. <laughs> In what the was horizon. that one called? It was like called the Apocalypse or something, or Dante's Inferno. Uh, yes. Yes. Well, what, that was supp- no, no. That was supposed to be the window, right? It was supposed to be looking out Arcadia, and the, the sun was setting, right? And then uh, Monty said, "Do you know why it's red?" Oh, and yeah. Jasper said something like, "Is it red?" I thought it was tripping. Or something like that, and and he said, "No, that's the, that's prime fire. That's the death fire." And so anyway, that yeah, he he said, uh, "For all its faults, the earth was beautiful." And uh, yeah, yeah. well, so so, Bubs, what's your? You have you have some notes about about Harper. Oh, Harper's pregnant. Moving us along. Why would she have gotten her implant taken out? This is my issue. Okay. Um, we don't know how long <laughs> she was in Skybox. Well, I guess, I don't know. Lots of questions. Um, Aurora Blake, period. Uh-huh. Aurora, um, Aurora Blake, period. Yes. Or no period. Ah. I, okay. Hey. So, um, anyways, I was watching Drunk because I think I was on, like, beer three of last episode, or maybe it's a few episodes ago, um, where Harper was – when she started her, like, downward spiral after she didn't help that one guy and he died. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't I don't even know. Like, I was like, God, she's being so emotional. And um, I was like, oh, my God, what if she's pregnant? And it was just, like, such an offhand thought. And I tweeted it. And Chelsea Rice liked it. And I know that I've tweeted about Harper before. And she has not liked every single tweet that I've ever tweeted about Harper. Um so she liked that one. And then I tweeted this past episode because Harper threw up. And it was the whole implication of that scene was that the radiation levels were higher and people were getting sick. Um, and How many so, arms is Harper's baby going to have? Oh, at least three. But it'll be soups cute. Um, <laughs> and so you think that people are starting to see the signs because she throws up and then Riley falls. But it was – but then, like – so you accept that her throwing up is because of the radiation, and it goes to Riley, but then Riley's dying because of too much Joby juice. So, so it's yeah. like, and so anyway, so I said that in a tweet, and she liked it. So I don't mm. know. So you and you know. and Chelsea Reese are best friends, and she has confirmed that Harper is pregnant. I mean, I wouldn't call us best friends, but we're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have brunch plans next week. No mm-hmm. cable. <laughs> Duff. Okay. Um... Is there anything else we want to say about this? Well, um, mm. so, yeah, what about Monty and Harper and the whole thing about them? Oh, that I, was, I, was oh, yeah. I, re- I really like the the dialogue where uh, she's like, but I don't love you. Um, and she just, like, lays it out. Um, but then she says that she loves him at the end. So what is the deal with that? Like, oh, is that she loves him. Is she, the whole, yeah, like, she, she said, loved him all along and yeah. all that? yes. Okay. Yes. She said she didn't okay. love him that's because boring. she loves him. Yeah, she, wanted she wanted him to, to like leave and away. live. And that's the only way that she knew that he would. She white white fanged him. 
Yeah, it's not the right thing. I don't, get away, go away, I hate you. Yeah, it's like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I really yeah. All right, well, <laughs> that's boring. We can move on from that. <laughs> really? Like, that's that's your, like... Yeah. Wait, Wait what's how your take you on it? it? Yeah. What? Like, you, you think that she suddenly decided that she loved him at the very end? No, I, I was just one... I didn't really have an alternative reading or anything. I just thought, is that what we're supposed to assume? That she loved him all along, and apparently that's how you guys took it, and I really don't have any reason to say no, so... Um. Cool. So I, I think that's boring. So we can move on. Um, love is boring. It's, it's about love. Let's move on. <clears throat> yes. And thanks for uh, moving me on from that whole Jasper background <laughs> thing, Joe. By the way, I, I'm sorry. I you know, I wasn't. I was just gonna I, like lang- languish in in 20 minutes of of suicide talk. Oh man. <laughs> I, right. Joe is the best person of changing say, like, topics. That's what Jasper wanted. That perfection. That perfect picture. Beautiful picture. That's what he wanted. It was. Um, it was a good. It was beautiful. It I mean, was no, it was well tragic done. because that's what Monty and Jasper did up on the Ark. Is they would go look at the moon together. They'd yeah, get, like, but they would also the be moon. fucked up too. And so I'm totally. kind of a little yeah. bit sad that Monty but was, it was sober their thing. Like I feel like they should have. I mean, like who's going to help run the hydroponics with Monty? Yeah. <laughs> all right so science island yeah okay raven there is basically one character here and two hallucinations um all right so what do we think about this i enjoyed it it was very exciting although i took issue with the fact that she knew that she was going to be like kind of dead for a little bit but she didn't put the um the whatchamacallit um the defibrillator the- right next to the tank. <laughs> so she'd have she'd to like, like call her ass out dramatically. There. <laughs> there were to, like there the were the tool a, cabinet. There were a lot of well actuallys for me in that scene. Um, like in that whole thing, there were there were many many issues yeah. in terms of logic. Um, well, you were talking about the ice bath, the scene, right? Huh? The ice bath of like how. You can't like move after you get out. Of yeah, fifteen fifteen minutes in an ice bath. It's gonna be real fucking hard for you to like get out and move and like with your whole whatever. body. Like I remember in college, I was icing my leg to my like thigh, one of my legs, and I iced it for like fifteen minutes. I got out and I went to walk away and I just fell like to the right. Ground. And it's not like your heart had been stopped that whole no. time either. Exactly. Um, I'm a little irritated, like, on the one hand, I'm like, yay, they figured out this option, you know, well, they, you know, Sinclair and and Raven, you know, but, like, I'm irritated that, like, that didn't, that, that Dr. fucking Abby did not think about this as an option. Um, but I, I, I see Abby as being, um, like a about what's in front of her and what she does what she knows works, but she's not so much about innovating. Whereas mm. Raven is well, an innovator. Look, I mean, at this point, we're not even paying attention to to these explanations, right? Like, I didn't even really pay attention to what the explanation was of how they're going to get this code out of her brain. It's not really making any sense, yeah. you know, in, in terms of, like, anything else that we know from outside the show. So, now, is this something that Abby would have known. I, I, who knows? <clears throat> I think she wouldn't have risked it. Risked it is what I feel about it. Abby wouldn't have. 
No. Hmm. I mean, she didn't want to test the nightblood until Clark was like, uh, obviously we have to do that. And that was like humanity on the line. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess Abby isn't much of a, like, think outside the boxer, but, like, at the same time, like, they did something very fucking similar with Lincoln in in season one. Season two. Season two. Um, like, but Clark did it. But, but, wait, no, didn't Abby help shock? Uh, well, yeah, that whole but- thing was just, like, <laughs> let him get off the drug. Just let him wean off the drug and just kind of let him go through withdrawal if we can get him through withdrawal well but then he still died and i I don't know i just i kind of like i appreciated that we got to see all of this stuff with like raven using her brain power um Mm. i'm curious where this is gonna leave us because we still the popular theory though is that yeah or it was that she was gonna take the flame and now it's like well oh and then there were fucking spoilers in the jasper a look back (laughs) um if anyone watched that was it just the the one spoiler um, of Rave? <laughs> Am I spoiling this? Um, I think we can. I mean, it was like released officially. Yeah, right? it was officially released. Um, so, is what you're talking about Raven in the the space in suit? the spacesuit? Yeah, yeah. And so, well, for that some was reason, one of the one of the episodes, right? We saw her in a space. We haven't suit, seen or her. Is this different? We didn't see this her is in different. it. Yeah, this is her in it. And it'll be in this episode or the next episode. So for some reason, she's still going to go to space. Despite um, where we left off this last episode, which is she's not going to space because she's fixed now. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, uh, I <laughs> like, okay, like what, what is going to, what is going to like make her go back to space? Um, yeah. yeah it, it, she's going to use it to go to Polis. Who knows? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you have that in your thing. The lingering thought is the suit. What um, Ali Becca taught or led her to figure out was um, reinforcing it with that whatever metal stuff, so that it's um, radiation. radiation. Mm-hmm. So you think that she's just going to walk to Polis? <laughs> but then they're not going to open the door. Maybe she'll like Lego a bicycle or something. Oh well, there. Like I said, there's still the motorcycle in the bunker. Yeah, on, on Science Island. So Raven, Raven on her hog in her in her spacesuit. So Joe, sense. you you said this was your favorite part of the the episode. Yeah, I I, I why is that? Um, why? They did a really good job keeping Sinclair under wraps. Like we did get the preview, and we all they guessed did. that it was Sinclair. But at the did yeah, you know that uh, Erica Sarah's coming back? I think, we didn't know that either, right? No, we didn't officially know that. There, but was like, some, there was a lot of theorizing based on, I don't even remember what it was, but no, not really. Well, I we mean, theorized so, that Allie might still be in space or things mm-hmm. like that. She might be in the mansion, but she was back one time in the in that flashback with um, with Ilian. Yeah. And then another time just uh, after that, just in this uh, Becca slash Allie. Mm-hmm. Sort of fusion. So, well, so do character. we think that that was the lingering code? Was that like confirmed? So, so there was actually a conversation. Erica Sarah actually mentioned this on Twitter, and that she said that it was Becca, but it was Raven's Im- guess of who Becca was. Oh, um, so it was a little bit, but she huh. only ever knew Allie. So I think it was sort of 
a, like a nice version of Allie, <laughs> but you know, Allie's still pretty pushy. Um, yeah. You know, which is why we all kind of caught a slightly weird vibe about this version of Becca. But but getting back to Sinclair or whatever, like I yeah, I was I was surprised, and I think it was a better a more unexpected surprise than um than than Becca or Allie because we kind of we mm-hmm. wanted to see Becca or Allie. I don't think any of us even thought to see Sinclair at any yeah. point. Like yeah. we just kind of figured, okay, he's dead. Like, that's it. Oh, my God. I love him so much. That death (laughs) really – that was a hard death because it just – Stay in the river? I don't like (laughs) that they'll build up a character in one episode. And, like, seriously – or two-ish episodes. um, I don't know how they built that up so quickly. But by the time they killed him, I was just like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Like, the way he, like, died protecting Raven? Like, ugh. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So I I don't know how how I feel about the whole Becca slash Ali and Sinclair acting on acting as angels on Raven's mm-hmm. Raven's shoulder. <laughs> um, like I I mean I'm glad Sinclair is back. I, I agree with you there. I I love Sinclair. She's awesome. But uh, but I mean like so okay. <laughs> What is this Raven story <laughs> uh, supposed to be? I mean, don't you think wouldn't it have been, wouldn't it have been pe- perfect if Raven had died? No, this episode. <laughs> you no, no, stay with me. No, hold on, hold on. Uh, stay with I see me for the a tragedy. Second, okay? I do see it. Okay, so bear with me. Okay, so that when that scene when she went into the uh, ice bath. Mm-hmm. And then there was a moment when it looked like she realized she made a mistake or something. Or that's one, that was how Mm -hmm. I read it or one way to read it. Like she was freaking out um, and it could be, and you saw Sinclair and Becca slash Allie walking away. So it, it looked like she realized, oh, these two people aren't real. Um, so there's no one outside Mm -hmm. to, to, you know, operate the machine um so i'm just gonna die in here and i just think it would have been a perfect epic tragedy if she had died there um so i mean she put all that literal sweat and blood into making um the space suit and everything else um, just to die in order to make her death that painless bodiless borderless floating perfection that she always wanted um and so she decided to um then let all of that work that she put into it all of that um ingeniousness that she put into it go to waste because she chose to live and then she dies trying to save herself um because she didn't realize that she was alone all along. She was the only person mm-hmm. in that room. I mean, I can see how uh, that And contrast this been... to Jasper, who, who, but who it, got it been the a death the that he wanted. Though. He died, and he died at peace, surrounded by people, by his friends. But that's mm-hmm. because that's what he wanted. I think people, they knew that if that's the route that they would have gone, like, people would have rioted. Like, I mean, yeah. I get that, like, Raven is a popular character, but it's also just kind of the narrative choice that they would have made. They didn't need to kill Raven in this episode, given sort of the contrast that it's supposed to be with Jasper. Narratively, it wouldn't have made sense in the overall, like, theme of this episode mm-hmm. for her to die. 
Like, because if she dies, then then Jasper was right and everyone should die. Because fuck it. Like, <laughs> you know, like, even if you do choose life, fuck it. Like, you're going to die anyway because everything is terrible. So the it's- artist always has to make the quote unquote right choice. Like, the artist has to give you all uh, these, no. all this preachy nonsense about. No, no, no. What no. Is the, who, which character is right and which no. character is not? Or are we trying to create beauty? No, I, I agree with what you're saying. But at the same time, um, I don't think it would have been the right time to pull a what the fuck type of thing. Um, but I, I do see the beauty and the tragedy of what you're talking about. Um, and it kind of goes along with my complaints about Raven, which I can see, like, maybe that's part of why it would be such a beautiful tragedy. Is like, I think to an extent, Raven is too perfect. And, um, despite the things that she, and I think also because of the things she overcomes, like, she's so strong, she's so smart, she's so pretty. Like, I think that they do at some point need to dirty her character a little bit. And that was my complaint in the scene. Like, Raven is so awesome. She's fighting for life. Um, I still love the scene. But I want a character that feels a little bit more real in the sense that they don't always make the perfect choice. Like what you're saying um, of the of the writers. Uh, um, well, I mean, I think we're going to see a different Raven, though, now that the code is out of her head. Because she was acting differently this whole season. Yeah, you know? she, I still think she was acting. The only thing I thought was out of character for her the whole season was when she um, when she fought against Emery getting tested. Because I've always seen Raven as a person of science and understanding um, the stakes and what needs to be done, um, like she did in 403. Um, or four, yeah, 403. So, yeah. That was my only complaint. <laughs> okay. Um, I think she was, like, more emotional with Allie in her head or slash the... the like once the, the hallucination stroke. started showing up? Yeah. Hmm. But I also, I also did like how, um, like, her brain working was shown as, like, Sinclair and Becca because I feel like... Your brain has so many subconscious things going on all the time. Like, have you ever woken up in the middle of the night and you're like, oh, I have the answer to that question I asked myself yesterday. Like, it's always working. (laughs) And it's not always something that, like, we see in front of us or, like, is, like, the ongoing monologue we have with ourselves. Like, it's always working on, like, different levels. So that's kind of how You ever wake up in the middle of the night or in the morning and you hate someone because you you had, like, a really bad dream about them? (laughs) No. I've never done that, but I've definitely had the girlfriend wake up. She has, like, been like, I had a dream where you were an asshole. And I was like, <laughs> like, sorry? And she's like, fuck you. I'm like, what? what? That's not, that's not fair. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. That was, that, that was always some bullshit. I'm like, I didn't even do any of that and I'm in trouble. Like, it's, we just woke up and I'm already in trouble. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like yeah. I'm not the only one. All right. So, there. any other closing thoughts? On um, no, Mm-mm. I think I on think. the whole Raven thing. I think it was you know she got to live, Harper got to live, Jasper died. That's. I mean, I guess it's just about seeing what happens next with her and how she survives, if she survives. Yeah. Why does she end up trying to go to space? Yeah. Damn it. I think the Raven thing also um, took time away from the bunker conflict oh 
okay. Um, I agree with that because I wish they would have shortened her surviving because I was like, no, we have to get back to see the like resolution of what's going on. Yeah. And I, I wish felt she had that died annoyance. in that ice bath and then we could get back <laughs> to the bunker. That would have been perfect. Dude, uh, the I, issue. I am not agreeing with this. Everyone who loves Raven can come after Shaheen. I'm not a part of this sentiment. This is not the reflection. Everyone who loves literature and beauty and art who, who agrees with me. If Jasper hadn't been around, if Jasper hadn't Anyone died this episode. cheesy and, and happy, then agrees with you guys. So. Oh, for fuck's sake. No. Whatever. <laughs> If if Jasper hadn't died this episode, if his storyline, like let's say he had died last season, because like we all uh, knew kind of where his storyline was mm-hmm. going, then I could see how you're, it would have been really beautiful for Raven to die in this. But because it was next to the contrast of Jasper, it wouldn't have been beautiful. It would have just been like turning the knife a little bit more. And I don't think that like that would have been satisfying as an audience member. I don't think anyone would have found it beautiful in this instance, because it was uh-huh. like bundled with Jasper. Because it was juxtaposed with Jasper? Yeah. Like it wouldn't have been beautiful because okay. it's like, cool, so everything's terrible. Um, <laughs> but if it had just been her and like the Jasper storyline didn't even happen this season, then yeah, I think it would have been kind of like like you, uh-huh. an argument could be made, but that's all but I'm But everything about that. is terrible on, on the 100. Anyway. <sighs> all right. So let's, let's uh, with that, let's take a break. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we'll come back and talk about Polis. Hello. Hello. I just remembered, by the way, we didn't, we never did the whole who's drinking what thing. I know. We were talking about this while you were talking to your microwave tea. (laughs) So you're drinking microwave tea. And Uh, I'm drinking. I'm just heating up my properly made tea in the microwave to drink. What are you drinking, Bubs? I am drinking what I pronounce as Lafe, but I've heard is just Luff. Oh, blonde or brune? Blonde. Nice. I remember that. Yeah. That's what I drank when I was in New York with you. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> it's delicious beer. Um, I am drinking a can of uh, East Cider's um, Blood Orange Cider. It's mm. basically it, right. it basically just kind of tastes like a like a like a really good mimosa. It sounds um, really good. Are you yeah. guys drunk? No. Mm. No. Oh, okay. I like you guys to think about it. <laughs> I am high as fuck. Ah. Shocking. I am shocked by this. I wish I could get high. It just never works. You can never get high? Mm-mm. Oh, wow. That's sad. It is really sad. I had five edible cookies one time and nothing happened. Hmm. Are you sure nothing happened? Yes. Is that the only time? Like, has everyone no. else verified that nothing tried? happened? I've smoked out of a bong. I've smoked out of a vaporizer. I've smoked my own joint. I've, I mean, I've probably lost count nothing, how many times. Nothing, nothing changes? Nothing. Not even a little what? bit. Yeah. I don't think What's I have that? the receptors. Like, I like, I could not try harder. You have no cannabinoid receptors. Okay. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I think shrooms are like the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty fun. Yeah. Hypothetically, not that we ever do. Yeah, drugs. psilocybin is a hell of a chemical. Who knew? Um, all right, should we? All right. Well, so yeah. let's talk about the bunker. All right. Slash oh, polis that now is useless except for this hatch <laughs> that exists. And now there's this bunker underneath it. And so, okay. What <laughs> polis do we want to talk about? It's just a really so? useless hat. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So obviously, um, there's uh, two camps of people, right? There's people mm -hmm. who say, let's keep the door closed. Mm -hmm. And there's people who say, let's open it. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and they don't really change sides throughout the episode, right? I mean, except for Abby. Abby, Abby. is on the side of, um, kind of on the side of like, I mean, yeah, she says, let's keep it closed, but I hate but myself. But she hates herself for it. Yeah. And then because she's that makes like, it better. all right, I hate myself too much. Let's not, let's not keep it closed. I hated when she said that. It was just like so sanctimonious. Like, if you're going to take that side, you're taking that side. Like, <laughs> You saying that doesn't excuse anything. Well, John like, is it. kind of spookily unregretful, sort of benevolent dictator. It's like <laughs> Jaha is back, dude. It's like season season <laughs> one Jaha. This is where you're like, I think I he means well, but he's kind of like eerily not worried he, about. I killing think he means people. well, period. I think he means well, period, but in terms of like being connected versus disconnected to the people, that's the question. Well, so like, because we had that issue where Clark was disconnected from people yes. um, yeah. at the beginning. And, you know, we have all these lines. Uh, I actually have some notes from from Capital Chick, you know, talking about the the last few things that Jasper ever said to, to Clark and saying, um, you know, you're giving a, a Jaha a run for his money there. You know, you're Jaha light. Or, you know, mm -hmm. when Jaha is looking reasonable, it's time to reassess. Um, well, but here's... I, here's but, uh -huh. but, but so if... I, I guess, like, we, we, we had all these issues with Clark, you know, doing all that. And we were like, you know, oh, she's becoming too Jaha or whatever. Um, but then we were also all being like, oh, Jaha's making a lot of sense, you know, at well, the beginning of the season. I have stated several times that I agree with, like, 95% of Clark's decisions this season. So what do you feel about the bunker? What do so you feel you about feel her like decision? It should have been closed? To keep the bunker closed after they learned that Octavia. Yeah. No. So that's, okay, so that is my biggest issue with this episode was that they did not convince me that it was a danger to open the bunker. Yeah. So the second. So let's go that, through the arguments, shall we? Let's just okay. look at the yeah. arguments on both sides. Take us, so, take us down a thought experiment, Shaheen. <laughs> so Clark and Jaha on that side, what are their arguments for keeping it closed? Um, at first, it's like Luna might have won, uh -huh. right? And then so then they realize, okay, that's not the case. Octavia won. Well, but this but, is keeping it closed, right? Right. This is, so then they're like, okay, let's keep it closed. So, so then they, they think they might, one argument is they might be angry and they might attack us. So mm -hmm. everyone might storm in or Jaha says it's chaos out there. Another argument is that radiation levels are already too high and maybe we shouldn't open it anyway. Um, and then we have a guarantee of saving these people that we already have. And then here. we told people. them, right, we told them they would be, they would live. And they might riot or whatever. Jaha brings up the whole Jake situation, right? So mm -hmm. it's like, uh, you remember, we didn't want to tell people about the whole oxygen thing, mm -hmm. uh, which is interesting because at the end of the day, in that case, Abby decided that it, the right thing to do is, is to tell people and let them decide. And it tur turned out that I think this was Jaha's line, that it brought the best out of them. Mm -hmm. when they actually told them. Yeah. But anyway, so the argument is like, we already guarantee these people 
survival and we you know we can't just tell them now okay like we don't want to get found out by the better business bureau eight like 80 percent of you are gonna die or something you know and then on the bellamy slash abby side of course we have arguments what what are their arguments so there's a whole i can't leave my sister slash my lovebird out there (laughs) right yeah (laughs) there's a whole thing that um like personal bond issue uh-huh. There's the issue of fairness, right? So they, they think it's not fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and they there's also the, this whole thing about, well, the grounders aren't mad yet, but we don't mm-hmm. have much time, so we have to open it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, if we get to the point where they're mad and they want to kill us, then, you know, then maybe we should keep it close But at this point. And then there is, I guess they're not sure what's happening out there, which is kind of weird because they have the radio, but... At one point, Bellamy says, uh, we don't know what's on the other side. So this is not like, um, this is not like any of those other times. This is not like Mount Weather. Uh, this is not like City of Light. This is not when you uh, close the dropship. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in each of those cases, we knew what we were up against. Mm-hmm. In this case, we don't. We have no idea. So... There's this idea that we don't know what's on the other side, so why not just open it? Because uh, uh, the other side, uh, <laughs> the other side, yeah. Zing, because on the one hand, zing. all right, sorry, continue. <laughs> yeah, no. So just like um, on the one hand, you have like thousands of people. Again, I, mm-hmm. I wish we were clear on like how big each of these clans are, but. There's like on the one hand you have like thousands of people in multiple different clans um, that could potentially be saved, um, but there's a chance that there, something bad might happen, but we don't know what it is. Uh, on the other hand, you have guarantee that you save 400 people, but it's totally unfair. Um, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, you it's know not what even I think it comes down maximize, to though? doesn't even maximize the number of people. So. It's not even like an issue of like maximizing the number of people versus uh, doing um, like not violating your mm-hmm. duties or not exploiting another human being. It's even in terms of if you want to save the human race, um, you know, this is something that I want to say about or to Clark, I guess, is like I feel like um, she's just rationalizing her own decisions every time. It was weirdly stubborn. But no, you know what I think it is? It comes down to it's, Uh and this is kind of what you guys touched on last podcast was that Jaha is Pike and um, Clark and Jaha are Pike and Bellamy. And Uh so we get those frustrating moments where you see Bellamy kind of like see like where he says like, that's a grounder village. We we can't just. And then Pike is like, think of our people. Think what will happen. (laughs) And that is what Jaha is doing to Clark. And so this is her turn. And like, I think this comes down to the show is so at fault at overcorrecting every season. Um, and this is so something Bellamy's that, a saint and Clark is now. Well, no, no, no. And I think I, I, cause I think that where they learned is that we've seen Clark's turn. It makes sense. You know, like she's been on this path all season. Unlike Bellamy being like, oh, okay, let's just, let's just murder some people. <laughs> let's not even show me doing it or, or me like leading up, just doing it. Like, so, 
So I think that that's where they tried to be different. And this also plays into why we don't see the danger on the other side. You know, for me, I'm like, well, if I need to believe all the things going on in this episode, I need to believe, like, the danger out there and, like, and, you know, all these things. But I think that they didn't do that because if they play up the danger of opening the bunker, they make Bellamy look selfish and Abby look selfish. And this was about Clark's turn. That's fair, though I will say, like, all we've really learned is do not trust bald men with goatees. (laughs) Like, that seems to be, like, the lesson. Oh, my God. Wait. Was Pike bald with a goatee? Yes, he was. Oh, my God. How did we not notice that? Like, how did Jaha (laughs) come back with... Like, Jaha comes back and he's like, you know... Because every fucking villain uh, looks like that. I really like the look of... Did it just take me that long to realize that? It's evil. Like, this is is it. Like, Uh, do not trust bald men with goatees. Oh, my God. (laughs) I hope my uncle isn't uh, listening this... I'm, I hope that you, you know, keep your fucking eyes open when you're around him because he is not to be trusted. <laughs> not at all. And he he lives in Las Vegas. It's kind of all shady Ooh. and weird, too. It's like. Yeah, dude. Darkest time. Nobody long. not That's shady lives in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no offense, Las Vegas listeners. You're just perfectly shady in your own way, I'm sure. <laughs> Free trips to the salad bar. Um, so, yeah, so, so. Sorry, yeah. I'm Sorry, were you done about... Oh, I was done. I was going to ask Bubs about some of her Bullark tears, but we can talk about other stuff. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, I just wanted to kind of stew in this whole Clark thing for a while. Um, Okay. I. Mm -hmm. So do you think that there's to some extent... You know how when you make a choice and then you realize maybe it wasn't the best choice, but there's a desire to to think that your previous choice was better? I... Um, I yeah. Yeah. I th- I think that the way that I had canoned um, that whole thing is that so you see Bellamy talking on the ra- radio to Octavia up until that point. Mm-hmm. You know, it was Clark's idea. She's the person who saved humanity. You know, she has all of her people there. They're all safe except for like a couple of people. Um, and so she she feels at ease with the decisions she's made, even though they were hard and like and hurt um she you know she can live with it and then she hears what octavia says and it's like she is no longer the person that just saved humanity she's the person that shunned 700 people who could have survived and killed bellamy's sister (laughs) and so it's like that moment where it just like dawns on her yeah. And now it's like it's not that she um, saved those people. It's that now she thought she was saving those people. She can keep the door shut and she's still saving those people. She could open the door and make everything worse, potentially. And so it's this whole spoiling thing. And that's why I think you see her when Jaha says, no, we stay strong. We do this. I think that she is just letting him make that decision because she is just completely turned around by um the way that things played out is and she like, though like has it I think dawned on her because like i mean if you think of that scene with clark and nyla um i mean nyla is so neutral as usual um i don't recall her the sounding ever ge- board ever getting like um uh, really expressing any strong opinions on anything except mm-hmm. of course when his her, her father was killed but um and even 
Even yeah. then, it was kind of pretty low key. Even then, yeah, she was exactly. Like, you like, let it me was and Bellamy pretty, be friends. We would have made it work. Like pretty freaking yeah, pretty chill. So anyway, um, yeah, but but then like Clark, look, I mean, I don't hate Clark or anything. I don't hate her at all, and I love her. Last enjoy episode. bashing her, but like, and I sympathize with her. Uh, I sympathize mm-hmm. with a lot of her decisions in season two, even though I I still think like. Um, there are more, there are questionable decisions, mm-hmm. but I, I realize where she came from. I mean, but I would have made let's them. face it. I mean, come on. I mean, Clark is full of shit, right? I mean, like she's <laughs> always like she's always telling her herself that. What's that? I disagree with her not opening the bunker given the situation that was outlined. Well, look, here's the thing: she's always telling herself that she's saving the human race. And she's always telling herself that she has no other choice. This is literally like the the line that mm-hmm. she says every single episode. I have no other choice. And notice no other character says, like other characters make difficult decisions, but they don't say we did what we had to do or we had no other choice. This is Clark's thing where she always, every single time she says that. And it's not true. Like neither one is true. She's not trying to save the human race. And it's not true that she has no other choice. Um, this is just how she rationalizes herself. And she does this every single time. And Nyla doesn't call her out on her I bullshit. Mean, I don't know that Bellamy I agree 100% not, with what you're saying. Yeah, Bellamy is not getting her through to her. So, I don't know. Wait, what do you not agree with, Bubs? Well, I mean, if you look at... I see why Clark took the bunker, and I can't say that I disagree with it. I disagree with maybe I would have gone about it differently in that I would have reserved the bunker with the idea that we're sharing it. Um, and I don't know. But I would have I would have held it against maybe Luna winning and everyone saying, like, no, no one gets to live because the spirit decreed it, you know? Because it's bullshit. <laughs> Like, they know that their religion is bullshit because it's based on stuff that they still have in their history. But they do and they don't. Like, they still choose to believe it. Like, as much as we want to be like, hey, your religion is actually based on science, um, they kind of don't want to believe that. It's kind of like saying Well, no, but, like, I'm not – so Sky Crew doesn't believe in that bullshit, so – I mean, it's hard. I don't know. <laughs> I just it's can't. I can't with the religion. The religion. Yeah. Look, I'm not. I'm not saying the decision was necessarily. I'm not saying which decision was wrong. I. I, I think like you and I agree that once they realized that Octavia had won and told them we can share share the bunker, mm-hmm. um, then there was um, there was very little reason not to open the door to keep it closed. Um, but, uh, regardless, like I'm saying, even if it's the right decision, mm-hmm. um, I don't like this pattern that every time, instead of saying this is the right decision, she says, this is the only decision. Um, are you saying like, it's like Abby saying, at least I feel bad about it. Like it's, it's excusing it instead of just saying it what it is. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's just like that's what that's what uh that's how you become a dictator, right? You you mm-hmm. you real like you tell yourself 
Yeah, regardless of how messed up this decision is, this is the only thing I could have done. Um, But I guess I just, I struggle with it because it does, like, a lot of the times it does seem like the right decision to me. Um, uh So I am just a benevolent dictator, I guess. Yeah, you could could still say, like, hey, I I made this decision, it's really messed up, but I, yeah. I thought yeah. it was the right thing to do. You don't have you don't have to say this is the only way. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's 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 that line of you know Bellamy saying like you know who who the fuck elected you, Chancellor? Um, mm-hmm. I kind of did. Yeah. I kind of here's the other thing that I have with the show. I really wish that they let them like swear like the way that they do in the Magicians or a bunch of other shows where it's not even bleeped. It's just they just mute the sound for just a sec, but you know that they said something. Or they make up a different word that means swearing. <laughs> I think, so, like, like, go float yourself is, like, go fuck yourself. But, like, I kind of just wish that Clark could just say, like, shit. <laughs> like, I just, I, there were so many moments this episode, like, where you kind of saw her, like, choosing to go down one or two paths. Like, especially when she decided not to talk to Bellamy. Um, <laughs> which, w- we'll get into that in a sec. But, like, there was there was a lot of complaint that we didn't get enough of what Clark was actually thinking, and that you know it yeah. took like other characters telling her what she was thinking. We didn't feel her anguish at all. Is how I felt about it. And I knew that it was there though. It, yeah, and, you like, know, for Nyla to be like, "Hey, like I'm gonna be your." I conscience. have to guess it based on like what I know about Clark, well, and not necessarily what Nyla's, I'm seeing. Nyla is just all about the boobs. That's all she cares about. The boobs or boobs. Boobs. Okay. Well, I mean, so aren't we all? Like, I mean, like, fair. She's, they sustained yeah, she's me for the first eight like, months of my life. She's like, whatever. You, you didn't kill my father. I mean, I mean, I can't get more worked up about this than that. So. Yeah, I was um, like, I guess my people don't matter. Yeah, where, what's Nyla's deal? Is she, she going to be part of a crew? Like, is she? she's tree crew, right? Uh, yes. I still so, don't fucking know. I, I still or is she like, like to hold on to the theory that she's Ice Nation. But I mean, no, she's, either she's way, true. does she get to stay in the bunker? Like, I'm yeah. kind of confused. Well, no, so yeah, my confusion all, she's is... She's all Sky Crew now. What seat is she taking now that they're, quote-unquote, sharing 100 each? Because she's not a Sky Crew seat in that sense. Yeah. That's when it goes to Tree Crew. Um... But I think because the biggest issue with um, bringing other people in, it wasn't that they didn't want to. It was they didn't want to, like, sound the alarm. I kind of am curious why – and I know that this is kind of a dickish move, but, like, yeah, let's let other bunker – let's let other people in. Let's say that there are now 800 spots since Sky Crew has taken up 400 of them, like, let's just say. Okay, fine. So there – so Sky Crew gets all of their people because they won – Mm-hmm. And other clans get to pick 50 people now or okay, whatever. Can we talk about Octavia decreeing that 100 from each? Like, what is her right as she stepped up as she Sky won. Cruise champion? No, she stepped up as Sky Cruise champion, the person fighting for Sky Crew. Yeah. She's the acting and then now. And then she, she went against them by only giving them 100 seats. Like, I just don't think that... Because here's the thing. Like, she did... Like, she, I think, knew that, A, the Grounders would be fucking pissed that she won. And then, you know, she did it in a public way so that if Sky Crew was like, actually, that bitch does not but have it the was, authority. I don't think it was that deep, though. Like, I think that she... She's going her 
through her post-adolescent idealistic phase. Oh, so you don't agree with the decision? I don't. In, in so the you think it should okay. just be... This is interesting. Now, Who, uh, how, what do you think the distribution should have been? I No, it's not that I don't... I disagree with 100 from each clan. I just don't think that that was her decision. She won for Sky Crew. She was their representative. So if it comes down to they should vote, what's going to happen? Uh, it's a I quick mean, vote. Like, this isn't, like, something that's, like, complicated. They say, like, we have 700 more seats. Like, really, like, they can talk about how, But we hey, know exactly how Sky Crew would vote. Sky Crew wouldn't vote to kill any of their own. But, like, I... Well, so this kind of ties into the issue that I, I wouldn't keep up. old people, just saying. <laughs> and I think, like, Joe touched on this. Like, this is what happens when it's not clear who the fuck is in charge of your clan. Like... Mm-hmm. The whole thing with Bellamy saying, like, who who made you chancellor, right? Like, I missed the, the election that made you chancellor. Like, that's exactly right. Because in, that's why Abby can just barge in and just yeah. sedate the, the chancellor, the acting chancellor, and just do whatever she wants. It's right? All that's knowledge is power. The people who know what's going on are the ones who are able to act on the information and benefit themselves. Yeah. Once again, with a prisoner that she freed, that she let loose like she just keep, goes around doing this and because there's no clear no one has legitimate power it's just they can't punish anyone for doing any of this what the heck yeah uh, yeah I mean <laughs> yeah but so <laughs> like that's really all I can say like she doesn't have the authority but Marcus agrees with her like, he kind of didn't, and then he kind of realized that, like, if they were actually going to do this, he does need to agree with her. And he is chancellor, isn't he? Uh, like, by default or Who something. Who then made him chancellor? Yeah. I, I, I'm not clear about that either. Uh, but he is. Like, um, Pike, Pike was the only actually elected as chancellor. As much as Jaha is. I mean, I, I, feel like, I feel like what has to happen is there needs to be not chancellors anymore. Um, but that's a separate issue. Like it, it just. Seems I really, to by the way, I, I really, I'm not hopeful about <laughs> these thirteen clans being able to really live there and um, cooped up like that in that bunker. I really don't have a good feeling about. No, that. No, this is not going to end well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. So, what do you think <laughs> about this whole idea that they're? Uh, it seems like they're giving Clark. Um, opportunity to kind of take the back seat in some of these decisions um, or at least not be the sole person behind them. Uh, like this episode, it seemed like uh, a lot of the responsibility was kind of distributed over Clark and Jaha mm-hmm. and then originally Abby too. And then, you know, just Clark and Jaha. So she was like when, uh, when they were shock lashing Bellamy and, and locking him up, it wasn't understood necessarily as Clark's decision, even though she was kind of overseeing it, right? Um, she didn't so, say anything. Yeah. So it's kind of like she's there. She It was her idea um, to close the bunker and um, she's okay with it. Obviously, she's acqui- acquiescing to it, but... Um, they're they're letting her not be the the number one decision maker. Uh, I guess this also happened with the Tan DC thing, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. Like 
I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just want to know how you, do you guys feel about this. Do you like Clark to be more of the person who calls the shots, even even if it's controversial decisions like this? I, I mean, like I said, I agree like with that? her decision. So I love I love Clark last episode for taking the bunker. Um, well, you don't agree with her uh, keeping it closed, right? No, based on the like everything is based on the information that we have. Right. Based on the information that we have in this past episode, I think she should have opened the door and figured right. sorted that so, out. So, but then it it was like it's not just her now; it's it's also Jaha mm-hmm. and Abby, apparently, as far as she knows. So, um, it's different. Yeah. If it was just her, you know, it would be slightly different. I don't know. What do you think, Joe? What different? Wait, about what? This uh, The fact that this uh, responsibility is diffused now. In a lot of these recent decisions that have been made, Clark has been kind of either just one of the people who made the decision or uh, not necessarily the primary person or, you know, things like that. I kind of don't understand. Like, I'm not finding her very necessary right now. Um, Because she kind of went from trying to be this leader to, especially in this episode and last episode, sort of abdicating to Jaha. And so she kind of became this weird, like, enforcer. But Well, this is her Pike Bellamy. Yeah, like, why? But she has never been Bellamy. Like, she has never been the muscle. She has never been the general. And so she's kind of a shitty general. If But she kind of, like, yes, she's... But I don't see her as the enforcer, per se. I think she's... She's just part She's of the like duo. The and it's kind of like when she was in Pulse with Lexa, she deferred to Lexa completely. But she still challenged and like they still had sort of discussions about things, but it was when she sort like of. when but she so allowed did Bellamy challenged Pike too. But she allowed like the moment where she allowed Bellamy to be shock lashed and 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 didn't go visit him in the cell and like almost shot him or whatever, I was just like it's not that it felt out of character for Clark necessarily, but again, I don't think that we got enough. It into was her, her hand, It was her Bellamy handcuffing Clark moment. Yeah, that, that's what that was. Yeah, I mean, but Everything we complained kind of about mirroring. Bellamy not getting enough lead up to that, and I think that in the sa- in similar ways, we didn't quite get enough lead up to that. I with think Clark. that we did with each decision that she's made, from starting with. Um, the second she lied to the people in Arcadia about um, what the situation was, the reality of their situation. She said, as long as we work hard, as long as we do everything we need to do, we're going to survive. Everyone's going to live. Not only survive, thrive. Full like, of shit, Clark. You could not Clark. have sold that harder. And it was full of shit. And, like, so um, it's, like, all these little decisions that she's made have led to where she is right now. I mean, again, I I wish, and this goes back to what we talked about last week, is I agree that none of this is out of character. I mm-hmm. just wanted more development with it. But I know that last week with her and Jaha stealing the bunker, it had to be a twist. So we yeah. couldn't have seen that discussion. But yeah. I want to have seen it. Just the same way that yeah. I wanted to have seen more of Bellamy coming over to Pike's oh, side. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um and so, did did either of you guys think that she was going to shoot Bellamy? No. No, I I'm not sure about not that necessarily whole scene to kill, but you know, and the purpose of that scene, like obviously, that she's not going to do that. 
And but here's the thing. I don't think she would have shot anybody. Okay. Like who? No matter who it was, even no matter who it was, even if it was Riley. Oh shit! Yeah, that's. I mean, so so at the same time, like I have to look back at scenes. Like that's emotionally based on what the episode set up. That's how I felt about that scene, which I think is a failure failure on their part because I don't think I was supposed to feel that way. You were supposed to feel like it might have happened. Yeah, and and I um I go back to the end of season one where she closed the um the hanger door on yeah the dropship door on Finn and Bellamy. Like, yeah. I feel like I was supposed to feel like that moment was about, like, was about to happen. And um, to me, it ended up being very anticlimactic, not the angst I was looking for. Um, <laughs> it actually, um, Bob Morley is at a con this weekend in Ottawa, and he said that the way that they shot the scene um, is different from how they edited it. it. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, you, you would need a scene in which this tension um, it hits a climax, you know, reaches a max a maximum level, mm-hmm. and then kind of blows out and r- resolves itself. But this wasn't the right sort of setup for it. I don't think like Clark picking up a gun and trying to dissuade Bellamy by shooting towards him is the right way. This tension between these two people would have escalated. I think this is you know they they would have ended up. I don't know, in, in a sort of standoff or or something. I don't know. I'm not the writer, but this wasn't the right way to go, I, I don't think. So mm-hmm. It's always easy to criticize. but It's so easy to criticize. It just felt yeah. weird to me for Clark because she's always so logical. For her to sort of abandon this principle, like... Like, on the one hand, okay, you could make the argument that, okay, they decided to take the bunker because they didn't know if... if Octavia would win and fuck it. She tried to make alliances. Everyone shit on her. So fine. Her people survive. Sky crew survives. Fine. Mm -hmm. But for that, that wasn't her goal all the time. Like for most of the season, it was, I want everyone to survive. And Mm -hmm. if, if that was genuine, if she really felt that the fact that she sort of abandoned that principle, as soon as they found out that they could have opened the gate um, or opened the bunker, that to me, it, it felt weirdly, cowardly it almost felt like she didn't want to admit that she was wrong and that's not like clark she was a huge fucking coward all episode (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) and like why didn't like why the fuck did she and abby not have like a legitimate like hash it out yeah well i mean so after this episode i was just like Um, and I've had a few people say things that like made some sense to me. And, and it was that if you think about Clark wanting to be that, um, logical person where maybe she did work herself up to say that, or think that she is saving humanity. She has to keep it closed. She really thinks that there's danger on the other side and it's going to like compromise everything and they're all going to get killed. So if you work yourself up to believe that, and that Clark believes that, then um, her avoiding Abby and her avoiding Bellamy are about knowing that they will persuade her otherwise, which is what ends up happening. Um, And so she, out of thinking she's doing the right thing and feeling that she needs to continue doing that, she can't face them and she can't let them convince her. 
So it was cowardice. Like, of the cowards of the episode, it was Clark. No, like, in that scenario, it's her knowing herself and knowing that she would give in and feeling that she shouldn't give in. So that's why. Like, it it just seems like at this point, it's like she doesn't want to disappoint new dad in the same (laughs) way that Bellamy didn't want to disappoint Pike. And you're like, did we learn nothing? No, no, no. I don't think it was about Jaha at all. Um, if Clark really truly believed that opening the bunker was dangerous and knew that Abby and Bellamy could convince her otherwise, then of course she's going to avoid them so that that doesn't happen until it's too late for that to be an issue. But they, not to be whatever, like, of people who, like, didn't know, you know, like, people talk about, oh, I didn't see this coming from Clark. Like, the fact that Bellamy and Abby concocted a plan to, like, be sneaky, like, who didn't fucking see that coming? Like, the fact that, like, Clark and Jaha, who both know these two people super well, were like, no. They're still working on this? Well, since we're we're Abby and Bellamy teamed up, I mean. I mean, there's some fanfic to be had there, I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a common pairing. It's not a common pairing, but I'm kind of glad that All the pairings this season are interesting. I mean, Clark and Jaha... Abby and Bellamy being on the same side of things. Octavian and Kane. Yeah, Octavian and Kane. That's it. That's an interesting. And they have been all season. Like they were in Polis together. It's it's interesting. Each adult beginning. has sort of taken someone under their wing. Yeah, um, someone that we didn't expect. We didn't think would be the person that would take under their wing. But yeah. So okay. Uh, question: Do we yeah. think Murphy yeah. is a complete cockroach? Or not. Because this is something that, like, I've always just believed that Murphy is Murphy. And um, I didn't realize that until this season that a lot of people thought that Murphy was, like, now, like, a good guy deep down. And I don't think he's a bad guy deep down. I just don't think that he would choose other people over his safety. Other than maybe Amori. Maybe. like Where the the fuck is Amori? Um, is she wicked? A little bit wicked. Yeah, like bit. I feel like she'll show up next episode, but I kind of want to be like, if Murphy were to be like, "Hey, I've got to sit down in this like hallway for six hours. You want to come hang out? Maybe fool around?" Like that right? seemed really like. Where's Amori? Yeah, I don't know. This is my question. Well, so so how are your Belark feels now? Because I know okay. that. You, they, <laughs> they suffered. There was crying. Oh my god, there was so much crying. And like, if <laughs> I like sit there, I'm like, it's a fictional relationship. Like, get it together. But it's like something that you've followed for like years now. What um, was the issue for you? Because I felt okay, so, again as a through my Klexa goggles that this was very positively um, Belark. So it's it's not just it doesn't like. It's not constrained to just this episode. It's something that's been going on since, I think, 405-ish, where every other season with Belark, the way that they've edited certain shots has, like, Mm -hmm. given more to even, like, the most basic scenes. And, like, for an example, I'll go back to season one where right after after they tortured Lincoln, Clark is holding um, that screw that Bellamy screwed through Lincoln's hand. And she's kind of like, she feels bad that they tortured him and she was complicit in that. And um, and he comes down and he he reaches out to grab the screw and they like zoom in on the hands. 
their hands like touching as he grabs it and like it's such a like a throwaway moment but like it's it gives like ambiance to the scene um so everything like that since 405 has been completely removed and it's like night and day when Hmm. you're used to watching those scenes um and so it's not only that, like, you get, like, going back to 405, when Clark was in the cave with Roan trying to sort out um, the deal to get Bellamy and came back. Um, yes, like, contextually, she just killed 50 of her people to ensure her his safety. Um, but then she, she sees him, and they ADR her saying, you okay? They don't show her face. No emotions. Just, you okay? And he's like, nobody died today. And that's it. That's, like, all you get for that episode after she thought he was dead for, like, two episodes. <laughs> um, but, which is weird. But this weird. episode specifically. Like, because okay. it all well, seems so, like it kind of came to a head in this episode. So, okay. So, yes. So, okay. My explanation is, so each episode after 405 was like, well, no, they're, they're holding off to, like, the next episode for this one specific thing. So I think that that worked until this scene where there's supposed to be this super angsty gun scene. And then you, in the episode, you throw in Bellamy, like, suffering and crying in a room, and and, and Murphy's like, you want to go talk to him? And she's like, yeah. And then she runs away, and you feel it. You're like, oh, yeah. And then she goes to Neela and spoons with her. And I'm like, your best friend (laughs) is, like, crying in a room, and you're like, well, better spoon and maybe have sex for six hours. But no, here's here's my issue with that scene. She got into bed with her pants on. Not, not, regardless of sex that may or may not have happened, I actually kind of don't think that it happened. But, like, take off your fucking pants. Like, you've been, like, out in this dusty, weird-ass bunker, and, like, you're gonna get crumbs in the bed. Like, uh, that, that irritated me. Neela's too um, chill. She doesn't care about the crumbs. Ah, oh, goddammit, Nyla. You eat cereal from bras. But like you don't, well, that you don't one scene undercut on. every emotional anguish that you thought she was feeling. Because then but she I just wonder... talked herself up there. Like, she's like, oh, well, no, I'm doing it for all these reasons. And you're just like, fuck you, Clark. Like, like you're, I don't know. Like, what I would have liked is um Nyla to call her like, bullshit a little bit more? Yeah. And maybe her, like, running away and go cry in a room by herself. Like, uh, like just show the anguish that she's feeling. Um, That we know she's feeling, supposedly. Um... And so it's just, and then we get to the gun scene, and I just, like, I felt like it could have been anybody. And then mm. once once Clark doesn't shoot him, Bellamy leaves, and that's it. There's no, like, follow-up scene. And, like, after a season of, like, waiting for, like, them to, like, and again, it's not even romantic. I'm not even talking about romantic. Like, I don't even feel like they're friends right now. Like, that's I, how I far I've, like, see fallen that down this like hole of like despair about Blark. And so it's just it's been like such a wonderful like development that's just been completely like ice bucketed. I do I I, I can see that that they're not the friends that like when this season started we were like, yay, Clark, Raven, Bellamy, doing yeah. stuff. And then, like, Raven's gone off on Silence Island with her aneurysms. And, like, now, you know, we're like, all right, well, at least we still got Clark and Bellamy. And now, yeah, they're not friends either. Um, but I think that that this kind of... I don't know if this is a continuation of season three of, of, of Clark's isolation. I don't know. But it's just, it, you can't... I don't think that you can do that with a lead character for so long. Because as much as my, I can understand why they're doing it with her, and it's like... 
They keep doing this thing where it happened at the end of season two when when Lexa left them at Mount Weather. People are like, there. a lot of people are like, well, Bellamy wouldn't have done that, in which I don't think that's necessarily true. I think Clark would have definitely done the same thing. Um, yeah, maybe. I think that was the and, important and lesson of season may- three. And so I, yeah, but that was the, the overcorrection that like a, they both would have done it. And so like, and so I think this season's like, well, Bellamy did the Pike thing. Well, uh, Clark can do it too. <laughs> Let us show you that. Um, but, like, the continued isolation, I think, has been – I think it's been too much for the audience. Um, I don't know. All right. That's so, my take. Uh, <laughs> a little change of tone from that was the scene where Bellamy told Octavia that she, that he loved her. Yeah, that was – It uh, felt earned. I'm normally not yeah, someone I, for exactly. savvy shit. I want to just give a quick shout-out to that scene. I think it was properly earned. Um, after everything they've been through and especially mm-hmm. now that Octavia believes Bellamy because mm-hmm. she heard him mm-hmm. say it to someone else I'm glad know, that they did the context was better, in which he didn't but, have to yeah yeah. so I'm, yeah I'm really Sorry, glad that what, they didn't pups? they didn't rush their sort of reconciliation um, yeah and, and I, I think like it, that Octavia didn't say anything me back. too you yeah. know, she wasn't like oh I love you too. it was well, just she's like she's already yeah. said, it, said it Bellamy's never said I love you uh huh. When did he? When did she say "I love you"? She said it season two. Who are you? You're like the fucking Rain Man of Bellamy scenes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no reason specifically. <laughs> well, okay. So we got we got that moment with with Octavia, who is now the mm-hmm. boss of everyone. Um, yeah, know, laying Which, down the yeah. Danny Danny has been calling that um, that. Clark and Bellamy are like the interim leadership duo for the hundred, mm-hmm. but it's actually Octavia that will go on to lead them all. <laughs> I mean, so I just could, keep that in mind. I could see that because if, for lack of a better word, like obviously, like we don't have any grounder Sky Crew children yet, but she is the person who is neither and both. Yeah. Um. So it kind of would make sense that she is you know, sort of becoming the commander. Um, For sure. Yeah. What about Echo? Um, all right, so let's move on to, well, actually. Oh, wait, but we didn't want to talk about Echo. Oh. You, you have a uh, note about her. Yeah, I just thought uh, Echo left to be Is one with really Prime Fire. She was like, it, like a true stoic, she was like, all right, Prime Fire waits. So she is just left and Bellamy was just like standing there being like, but I didn't get to sleep with her. Me, I'm, uh, I'm sad about that too, Bell. Me too. <laughs> um, we just found out about the whole choking thing. She was really into I know. It. Like, like we just we just went over our fetishes. We had a we safe gonna, word picked we're out. We're going to try that out. <laughs> oh my God. Like, the safe word would totally just be Prime Fire. Um, Can she be in the bunker for like one night? Or? Just like just like a minute, just just a minute. <laughs> well, so here's my thing though with Echo. I don't uh-huh. trust that that bitch is dead oh, until no. I see a body. She's the Murphy of Asgata. Exactly. Like I kind of want her and Murphy to be like, you know what? Fuck these bitches and like go hang out in in the on side. She's Island like the bunkers. Emerson of Asgata. She hmm. like comes back. Yeah. Ooh, she'll be the ass. villain. But see, but what they'll do is they'll pace it out and they'll bring it back next season. You know, like yeah. she won't come back this season. She'll come back next season and like kill a bunch of people. Yeah. Or something. Anyway, well, actually. 
All right. Well, actually, who's got a good one? Uh, well, what's yours, Bob? I'm confused. Oh, this is like a so, high concept one. I know it's like well, I know smart. I didn't I because like I didn't get to this part because we started before I thought we were start, so I couldn't think of any well actuallys for this episode. But we're it's like okay to not have one. You can just say I don't have one. Oh, you, would you rather me say that? No, no. Well, now I want to know what your thing says. Oh, so now yours sucks. So just say I don't have. One. No, I'm hey. just kidding. All right, go. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just gonna say it out of spite. All right, we said a lot. Um, anyway, so I guess like Jason Rothenberg said two things: that there'd be more character moments, and that there'd be hope. And I, I am finally feeling those character moments. Um, but I don't understand what the hope is supposed to be. So that's my will, actually. I, I think it's gonna be these last two episodes where. And or when the very, very, very last shot of the scene is, like, people opening the bunker five years later and, But, like, you know. is that a more hopeful season? Because technically, well, I guess last season ended with them thinking the world was ending. So I guess that is more hopeful. They wow. have a bunker. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yay. So. All right, I, Joe. My well, actually, is. Yeah. Well, A, like, apart from the fact that that. That is not actually how you choke someone out, Bellamy. Um, Murphy would not have been unconscious for that long. Like, he only lost oxygen to his brain for a couple of seconds. He would have recovered. Remember under- Abby injected him with something. She gave him some Reaper uh, stick or oh. something. When? I thought it was just Bellamy choked him out. No, she clearly, like, I think she even stabbed him in the chest with it. Oh, I must have missed that. Okay. Yeah. Then my well, actually, I take it back. Because Murphy <laughs> would not have been unconscious for, like, minutes. I just well, actually, your well, actually. Well, well, actually, Inception, I guess. <laughs> All right. So, but I think my well, actually, was something you mentioned in your comments, too. So, I think it's not too late for Raven to change her mind, like Becca slash Allie said. But it is too late for her to go all the way from some island in Connecticut. To the BW airport or whatever. <laughs> so where's she gonna um, go? How how is she? Yeah, that's like a long. It seems like the the distance between the uh, city of light or the island, the Alley Island, and the and Polis becomes shorter and shorter every episode. Right where they're like, oh, we can get there in a day, and you're like. On no roads, like through mm-hmm. like forests, I'm really like it, it took Jaha a whole season to get there, or half half a season to get there, That's and true. he went through mines and. But maybe his route was kind of like and- Calvin and Hobbes route, where there's like a lot of twisties and curly cues, and like it just looks like a squiggle. <laughs> Like, maybe that's what Jaha's route looked like. And there's actually like, oh, no, if you just take a left and stay on that, like, don't make any turns, it'll take you like five hours. But yeah. then Jaha was like, well, what if left at Albuquerque? There's and... like a paved road. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's like totally just like a like, like four lane highway that no one knows about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so. But then you had something about the the rocket, right? So. That we mentioned that before too. So yeah, maybe so she'll use the rocket. rocket. All right. All right. We called it. So <laughs> let's mark this down. This is maybe Geek again, episode twenty eight. We called it. That they're gonna, gonna go to rocket. The I really feel like we are not the only people with this oh, okay. theory. Maybe, but I, I really don't think so, given we're yeah. not that smart. 
Oh, okay. Don't we call yourself more, short, guys. We used to be more confident in our own abilities. Remember, we were like, we were smart, we were funny. Gosh darn we're it, awesome. people like us. And now we're like, we're n- we're nothing. We we you know, let's just go die. Let's just go stay with Jasper. Uh, yeah, they. It's. I was totally down with them, and then they just started looking sickly and gross, and I was just like, mm, <laughs> "You guys are gross." Yeah, they didn't really sell like the the heroin chic lifestyle. Yeah, I was just like, "Oh, you guys look like you smell a little sour." Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Um, TV. What are we watching? Yeah. What are you watching, Bubs? Well, so um, I guess I just started Girl Boss on Netflix. I'm not sold on it yet um, because the protagonist is like an asshole. Um, I'm assuming that's supposed to be part of her char- charm, but like I'm not, I don't know. But I'm intrigued. So we'll see. Okay. Is it funny? Is it? It is funny. Um, and she has a weird hernia, which is gross and funny. <laughs> like, do you see it? Kind of. <laughs> Ooh. Um, I'll just leave okay. that little morsel. So you, oh, you guys it, it can watch does it sound like a little morsel. <laughs> it is a little morsel. So yeah, um, yeah anyways. <laughs> what about you guys? Well, Shaheen well, and I. So are... I, I started watching The Expanse. Oh, um, uh, what do you think? Big, I mean, everyone was just like singing the praise it's really of good. this show. Uh, Joe recommended it and did a. Uh, did CC recommend it? I think so. Yeah. What? How yeah, far along are you? Well, I'm almost at the end of season one. Almost done with the season. Okay. Um, Who's your favorite character? Well, I I like it. I I like the whole thing. Um, um, the f- favorite character, dude. Um, hmm. I don't know. I have to think about that, and I have to like. I mean, watch the, it more. the only two acceptable but, answers are Christian and Amos. Those are the only two acceptable favorite characters. Who's answers. Christian? Um, the, the lady. The I think she's Iranian. Um, actually, uh, the the older the Indian woman. lady. Yeah, but I think she's Iranian. Uh huh. So you know your people. Yeah. Um. um so yeah, the the metaphor is kind of obvious, kind of pandering. Uh, you know, you're like Mars is is America, sort of, and then there's like. Earth is kind of Europe and, mm-hmm. or I don't know, the United Nations or whatever. And then there's like the belt is Palestine. The rest I guess. of the world who <laughs> gets fucked by Arabs. And then, so anyway, but, but it's still okay. It's tolerable and it works well within the story, I, I guess. Um, I like that the science is good. The, mm-hmm. the spaceship stuff is solid. The zero G stuff is great. It's all the you birds know. and flying in space is my favorite thing. Uh huh. Yeah, I like the floating blood bubbles, <laughs> and uh, I like the zero G sex and all of that is awesome. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, I'm sure it's like it, an astronaut would be like, nah, it's that's still too crude." But it's a it's an improvement over like ninety eight percent of shows. Yeah, I mean, including the hundred. Um, <laughs> no. I like how the Martians are creepy. They're like, is there something? I guess it's a spoiler. I don't know. Like they look like cyborgs. Um, I'm not sure if something's up with them. But I anyway. think it's just that they have less gravity, but they try harder. Uh huh. Yeah. I think that's it. So 
yeah, I think it's a good show. Um, we'll see what happens. So you're still into it, even though uh, you're at the end of season two, right, Joe? Or yeah, we've got we've got a couple more episodes. I would say like it took me a while to get hooked on the show. Like it took me at least five or six episodes before I was mm-hmm. like really on board because I had a really hard time being like who the fuck is everyone? What's going on? There's so much information. It's very dark. Yeah. Like all of this shit is happening. And so then like towards the end, uh, like a- at some point in season one, we kind of got like uh, enough of a flashback episode where you're like, yeah, uh, there's like an episode. Yeah. All of episode that shit. nine or, or something. Or it's like, a, yeah, yeah, somewhere around there where you're like, Oh, now I kind of understand how all of these like different storylines sort of intersect. Um, yeah. And some stuff happens in season two that you're just kind of like, whoa, like they make some crazy fucking choices. Um, it's it's good. I like it. Uh, it is another one of I feel like sci fi um, as a channel. They're like, cool, let everyone swear. And we're just going to like mute it when they do. Um, and uh-huh. I really I kind of appreciate that because it, it it feels more real to me than making up fake swear words or not swearing at all. Or beeping. Yeah, or beeping. Beeping would be fine, but like kind of funny. I think muting it is, it, you know, doesn't take me out of the story as much. Uh-huh. Um, but the effects on it look great. Uh, yeah, it's a good show. People people should watch it. That's yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, I feel like they could have, with this setup, they could have um, gotten into much more complex types of situations. Well, you um, know, you're only on season one. Yeah, there's a bit of co- complexity with the whole OPA thing. Like, you're not sure if you, you sh- yeah, it's not clear if they're um, and why are there entirely Mormons? innocent or what's up with the Mormons? Yeah, like that's, that's the thing. weirdest detail for me about this show is that like this dude is also building a giant spaceship so that Mormons can conquer the universe, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, what's up with the war- Mormons? And, oh my god, uh, the I love Mormons the Mormon the ship with the horn thing. <laughs> like, why? I don't. It looks like, like Mormons and Indians took over the Earth. I mean, if we're talking about people who reproduce a lot, I think yeah. that that's like actually pretty that fucking makes sense. accurate. Yeah, maybe I mean, that's exactly what happens. That's what's gonna happen. Mormons I just remember and- I was graduating college, and my friend from home, who was Mormon, had four children. <gasps> And I was Why? just like, all boys. I think there's. I think she has six now. I think they stopped at six, but f- six boys. Uh-huh. I can't Can even imagine? imagine the amount of like piss around their toilets. <laughs> like their house just must smell like urine. Maybe they bought like a giant funnel and just like put that into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, next week we'll be talking about episode uh, twelve of season four. Uh, it's going to be like pre-finale um we'll see if it's a two-parter or what but join us and let us know what you think guys um find us on twitter find us on facebook find us on reddit especially reddit yeah i was kind of disappointed i posted the episode last week and only bubs like joined in the yeah conversation (laughs) like do you agree with me you should agree with me probably because it makes more sense or Is that no no? What is your reasoning? Because you're right? Because you're male? Because you're Iranian? Because you're a philosopher? What what is your just all of the above? All of the above is just like every single thing you can mention indicates that I'm right. So (laughs) So modest. So modest. Um, Yeah, or are you more yeah, so just come tell us what you think and yeah. Validate our feelings. Thanks so much for joining, Bubs.
Oh, I yes, enjoyed I'd it. Spot, <laughs> Yay. In. Continue, continue your day drinking. Yes, thank you. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. Take it easy, guys.